with Tucker on him. Throws it up for eight. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. Remaining. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll, trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. We're sending it in, Jerome. That's for damn sure. Yes, 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 yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks. Lads. Joined as always with my guys, Mr. Aaron Kidd, live and direct from Virginia. And we got Mr. Big Ballin' Ben Larson. What's up, Ben? AK, how are we doing tonight, fellas? Jordan, doing good, man. Just sweated out a winner with Missouri State. Unfortunately, uh, missed a couple earlier, so always a good to uh, avoid a catastrophe. How are you guys tonight? Doing good, man. You were on a heater, though, for the past couple of days. You were on a, yep. you were on a <clears throat> scorching Yeah, heater. so, uh, you know... Tried to be a responsible gambler this year and uh, track all track all my action. Um, and proud to say, uh, through twenty three days, I am uh, seventy one fifty seven and one. So that's right at fifty five percent. So obviously gave a couple back tonight with uh, Western Carolina loyal to Maryland, but going to try to stay somewhere that or over uh, the rest of the year. So hell yeah, responsible gambling. What's that? I don't know what that is. Uh, you know, sometimes I, you know, sometimes you got to try to stay married. <laughs> there you go. I, I always seem to be paying. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh... are we there? Ben, Ben froze. Yeah, AK, yeah. you're there. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, here. I'm, I'm going in and out. Yeah. But yeah, responsible. Had a, had a good weekend, man. Um, me and my buddy, you know, we all know Trig, friend of the show. Yep. Came down, stayed with me a couple of days here in uh, Virginia. <laughs> we hit a bunch of games up and down I forty in North Carolina on Saturday. Uh, hit Richmond and St. Louis on Friday. Um, it always feels good to get out, get a feel for some of these teams. Feel like you can always mm. uh, have a little bit more conviction or a little more beat on a team if you see them in person. Um, and had a good time. So glad to be here with you guys today. And um, Hopefully talk about some winners. Hell yeah. Let's get some winners for sure. Before we hop into winners, though, we are being brought to you by the Sharps app, S-H-A-R-P-Z. Make sure to download it. Use promo code JORD517. It's free to track your bets. Like AK said, be a responsible gambler. Track your bets. Become a better better. Sharps app, any mobile device. Um, And before we hop into the games, which obviously NFL championship weekend, we got the AFC, NFC championship this weekend. Um, We did have some news break earlier today. Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan and taking the Chargers job, which I did say was going to happen after uh, when we were talking uh, the Michigan game earlier, uh, like two months ago. Felt it was the best job available. Uh, you have a franchise quarterback there, so, I mean, it just made a, a ton of fucking sense. And, you know, there it is. Harbaugh to the Chargers. I want to get your guys' thoughts quickly on uh, on. The move and kind of the fit there, and and how you guys foresee the Chargers' uh, season playing out this next year. I mean, I think it's a it, it's already a good move. I mean, he was able to get buy in 
on a Michigan team who was struggling. He was able to get buy-in on when they were struggling, and he came in the first time into the NFL. So, you know, he'll easily get that locker room, and just his football mind is going to be, I mean, light years better than what they had. Oh, dude, you, you're better than what they had. Yeah. Well, and, and I wonder, like, how much of this was influenced by Michigan? Like, was he was he really welcomed back in Michelin, Michigan after, what, missing six games this year? Yeah, in but I mean, like, he, he won a national title, dude. They would have yeah. welcomed him back open arms. I, I do think that, you know, him not getting an extension last year, I thought kind of opened the door. And, like, he's always hinted at wanting to go back to the NFL. Like, he's always, like, thrown subtle, like, you know, uh, things out there. So, like, we knew it was going to happen. We just didn't know when or what team. Like, last year there was a lot of speculation that, like, he was going to take the Raider job if if they fired McDaniels. There was speculation that he was going to take some other jobs, the Bears job maybe. So, I'm not overly surprised by this. Uh, you know, Harbaugh's a, a good coach. He's probably better fit for the NFL, actually, than he is college. Like, he, he struggled a little bit to adapt back to college once he went to Michigan. Remember, Michigan had a couple terrible years, and there was even talk that maybe he was going to lose the lose his job. 2020 season was atrocious, but he hired good assistant coaches, was able to get that program back on track, obviously wins a national title this year. So I, I think the hiring's awesome, dude. Uh, it's a tough division. Obviously, you have Mahomes in there. Um, but you have a franchise quarterback, dude, and that's the most difficult thing to get in the NFL. So any chance you can to go and get a franchise quarterback, I think you got to take that job, and he got it. What do you think? Yeah, okay? I mean, the biggest knock on him in Michigan was, wasn't was that he wasn't putting together good teams or winning. He was winning. It was just he just couldn't win the big game. I mean, talking about a guy that lost six straight bowl games, yep. uh, you know, it's pretty tough to do. But um, I think it's a great hire, man, you know, uh, me and my wife four and a half years ago, and we built our house. If I would have just not bet on the Chargers the last four and a half years, I probably would have my house paid off by now. So, um, Brandon Staley, uh, unfortunately, costs me a lot of money over the last few years just with some of the most bonehead decisions he would make. Man, like it, it was almost like he was trying to lose games. Um, just, just you know, going. I, I'll never forget it. I think it was either this year or last year against the Minnesota Vikings. They have a crazy comeback going down, then tied the game up, just stopped Minnesota, gets the ball back. They're going to go down and score. And then they go three and out with like some boneheaded, like reverse, like pass call, and then decides to fake a punt on fourth down. Do you, no, no, I'm sorry. He goes for it on fourth and one on his own 19. That was the Doesn't Ravens game, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just completely hands in the game. So just boneheaded decisions, man. But I think Harbaugh is uh, – I think, like you said, I think he's better fitted for the NFL. I mean, what he did with those 49ers teams, um, we were talking about a guy that went to two NFC championship games and in, 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 in a Super Bowl, right? So I think, I think it's a great hire. I think, uh, I think he'll be able to get the most out of Justin Herbert. Um, I do think just hiring him doesn't necessarily make the Chargers that much better, though. They have got to build that offensive line, and they've got to figure out some salary cap problems with some defensive players. But, man, I think it's a good hire. They also got to stay healthy. It makes, yeah, I think it makes them instantly better because you don't have those boneheaded moves like you're talking about of going on, yep. you know, fourth down at the 19, you know, trying to do some – stupid trick play that never works and 
you know, because when you have Justin Herbert <laughs> at yeah. quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. So frustrating, man. I'm really curious. Now, what I'm actually most excited for, just as maybe a fan's point of view, is I'm excited to see maybe what Justin Herbert really has to offer, right? What is his ceiling now? Yeah. Because we've talked about it for what four years now. Yep. We just haven't seen it. And I think like there's a lot of talk this year that like, oh, you know, maybe Herbert isn't as good as we thought he was. You know, he did lose that playoff game to the Jags last year where they were up by like, what was it, twenty seven points in the second second. Oh yeah, I was on the I was on the Chargers in that game. So yeah, they were up twenty seven to nothing at halftime. Yep. So I mean they, this will answer a lot of questions, but I, I do think it's it's a good hire and like and and then also on top of that, you know, there's a been some rumors. I don't know how true they are, but there is some speculation that Andy Reid could retire at the end of the playoffs, which you know, obviously that would be a huge loss for the Chiefs, right? I mean, still they got they got Mahomes still, but you know, it does kind of open the door a little bit in that division. And then you got Antonio Pierce with no quarterback in Las Vegas, so they're kind of an afterthought. And then you got Sean Payton in Denver, and they don't have a quarterback, so those two. Vegas and in Denver, we don't really know like what direction they're going in. To be honest, like, well, we know the direction. The, the Raiders are trying to win, even though they they don't really have a roster to win. They think they do, but still a, di- a good division to to be in. I suppose I, I do think that defense is uh, is is capable of winning. They don't have. A quarterback, I really though, do. Okay. <clears throat> they don't have a quarterback though. Not at all. No, Aiden O'Connell. I was high on him coming out of college. I loved him in college. Kind of that underdog role, but. He's got he's got he's got a massive step to take forward if yeah. they're going to do anything. Agreed. What do you think about the Harbaugh hiring nerve? Um, I think it's a home run. He's supposed to be bringing the defensive coordinator from Michigan with him too. So, oh, and that dude was already coaching in the NFL. So we just got to see what we bring in as his OC. Um, they do need a guard, maybe a right tackle, but. So Harbaugh puts together an elite staff, so he's probably gonna bring in uh he's probably gonna bring in Roman to be his OC. Who? Greg Roman. Uh nah. Hell no. Nah. Greg Roman. Nah. Uh that's his guy though, he'll... dude. Nah. Well they gotta drop some players too. Aren't they uh, read twenty seven million over cap? Yeah, but you can like renegotiate with players and you know, have them restructure and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. The NFL salary cap's like fake, in my opinion. It, yeah, there's always ways around it. I don't know if they're like terribly over the cap, but they're gonna fight, figure out a way to get below it and do what they got to do. If anything, they'll just convert what's the name base salary to a signing bonus, and that'll free up like forty million in cap. You know, that's what they do. So I just think once he puts his staff together, they're gonna figure out how they're gonna attack the draft and free agency and who they're going to keep and who they're going to get rid of. Yep. They probably might get – nah, I don't see them. Maybe they get rid of one or the other, Joey Bosa or uh, oh, I mean, Mack. Maybe not. I, I would – they got to get yeah. rid of Bosa, dude. That dude's hurt every every year. And that's what I was saying, Jordan. That's that's why I'm not, like, just buying into the fact that they're instantly better and they're instantly going to start winning football games. They're 30th out of 32 teams in cap space. They're they're projected to be f- almost 60 million over the cap this year. They got to figure out that roster first. Yeah, but I mean, like you can always dude. Look at what the Rams did for like six years. Dude. They just kept restructuring deals, restructuring, yeah. and like it it does end up hurting you down the long line. But as long as you have a quarterback, it doesn't you it doesn't really end up hurting you all that much. 
like the Saints. I mean, dude, they've been restructuring contracts since like 2011, and, and like it hasn't really hurt them all that much. So there's always ways around in the NFL, but I, yeah, I and that too. Plus, your owner just got to be willing to be able to spend and pay that, those. Uh, that's pay those what's the name? Pay those fines, but he's making more money than he ever made. So if he wants to build some type of fan base, they got to win. And you hire a coach like Harbaugh to win. So yep, little tidbit. Little tidbit, my Washington Commanders have by far the most amount of cap space coming into the season with uh, some of the least amount of dead money. So yep. we're ready to spend some money this offseason. Did they officially yeah, hire Ben Johnson? Which I'm Not yet. Uh, they, they, they can't officially hire him until he's done with the season. Oh, okay. But he's definitely the guy. He's definitely the guy. Right. And um, I, there's a lot of rumors that, like, Washington's willing to, like, of course they're willing to pay, like, what they've got to pay for offensive coordinator. <laughs> there's a lot of rumors that uh, – what's the Texans' offensive coordinator's name? Slowick, that it's an interview for a couple jobs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington wouldn't go after him. So, I think it's well, either damn, Ben Johnson. Sam Howell might be uh, packing his bags in. Yeah, I mean, I, from what I've read, though, Ben Johnson likes Sam House, so curious to see how it's all going to play out. Still sitting there with the second overall pick, the most amount of cap space, not that bad of dead money, and uh, a pretty good new hire GM. So I, I think Washington's going to make some noise this offseason. Yeah, and if they – I mean, dude, if they like Sam Howell, dude, they can trade that second pick for, like, extra picks and, like – because, I mean, dude, AK, you know better than all of us. You're a Commies fan. Like, dude, they got to rebuild that defense, dude. Yep. And find a team that's going to pay you three overall picks, three first-round picks. I don't know if they'll get three first-round picks, but they'll definitely get, like, two firsts and and a second or two firsts and two seconds, which is, you know, great. Call Lynch. They'll give you three first-round picks. Yeah. Mr. Trey Lance sitting on the bench in Dallas, actually. (laughs) For a third. For a third. I heard he's going to replace Dak soon, though. Bless his heart. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's hop into these games this weekend. Uh, we'll start with the AFC Championship. That's going to be the first game, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific on Sunday. Uh, we have the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Um, currently, the Ravens are laying three and a half pretty much everywhere. The total is 44 and a half. Uh, 44 is out there as well. <clears throat> uh, what's your guys' thoughts on, on this game? Obviously, Baltimore is the number one team in the league. Uh, Chiefs, you know, this is their sixth straight AFC championship, so we're very familiar with them in this in this situation, although they're not at home. They're not at Arrowhead, which is new. But what do you guys think about this game, about this game here? Go for it, guys, because I got, a, I, I got a, a different way of looking at this. So, Yeah, to be honest, Jordan, I haven't played anything in this game yet. Um there's obviously been some money hitting Baltimore, surprisingly. I thought it would be the opposite way around. I've, you know, seen some juiced uh, three-and-a-halves, fours popped up for a while. I don't know, man. You know, I, I had some – let me say this. As great as Patty is, I appreciate his greatness. I honestly think Buffalo lost that game the other day more than Patty won it, right? Oh, uh, Josh Allen. There's no there's no reason why Josh Allen ran the ball for six yards in the second half after running the ball for 66 yards. You know that – you remember like we were all in middle school and you always have like that high schooler come down like in the backyard and play and nobody could tackle him and he just was a man amongst boys? That was Josh Allen in the first half. And then he, he just turned – 
yeah, it was like he felt bad or just expected to lose. I, I don't know, man. I mean, the kid just can't beat Patty. But the, what happened to the Buffalo Bills was when they got the ball back with eight and a half minutes left, they said, this is it. We're not flipping a coin. We're not going to play. This is this is it. So either we're winning or we're tying or or that's that. So um, that was kind of what they did. I think it was more of them losing. Um, if I was forced to play a hand, I'd probably look to play on the Ravens in some way, maybe a team total over, uh, you know, some sort of side like that. But I honestly, at this point, don't love a lot in this game, to be honest. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat, although I think the Chiefs won that game. I mean, they only punted the ball once. But yeah, and the uh, the Bills only punted the ball twice, so right. yeah, but it's mean, not that's not it, a substantial difference there. I, I don't I don't think either one of those teams lost the game. I just think the Chiefs won the game. Um, but I, I I'm like, dude, I've been saying Baltimore is the best team in the league all pretty much all season. So like, I don't want to get involved with Kansas City. Although like you know I have said previously like whenever you have Patrick Mahomes as a dog, you almost have to like auto bet it. It's just he's undefeated as a dog. He hasn't lost, let alone not covered as a dog. You know what I mean? So I I haven't bet anything. I haven't bet anything at all this weekend, to be honest. Uh, but, Me neither. But I, I do lean Baltimore here. I don't know if I will bet this game. I might just be a spectator uh, watching with my Mahomes jersey on, dude, at the end of the day. Earthquake. Earthquake. Yeah, I just felt it, but yeah, you can't bet against Mahomes as a dog. More than likely, I'm pretty sure they're gonna cover, unless something just goes terribly wrong. Dolphins look the best they did all season last year. That's week. true. That is true. Um, not saying the Ravens can't stifle that because they do got a pretty damn good defense. It just it all depends on how effective Travis Kelsey is. And if they try to take the ball away from Kelsey as much as they can and make those other wide outs beat them. But the wild card in this game is probably going to be Isaiah Pacheco because for some, when it's, uh, when it's a big game, he always shows up and shows out. So, and then Lamar, he's going to have a lot of pressure on him. This probably will be the most pressure he's ever been under and the, probably the biggest pressure game of his career. So we're going to see how he um, performs uh, with that. But Mahomes has been there so many times and, if it's not Brady, he doesn't lose. So, or Burrow. Uh, yeah, Burrow yeah, was his kryptonite for a while. Yeah, yeah, he did lose a Burrow, but those games was back and forth. But it's no Burrow out there, so we'll yeah. see. Can LJ get it done? I think he can, because overall his team is just that much better right now. Honestly, the defense is definitely better. The offense is better, and Mark Andrews might play. Um, he has practice, so he might be coming back. That could be a big boost for him. I just see this one being a close one, man. The other but, thing, the other thing too, I forgot to add is a good point with the Kelsey thing, Irv, because Baltimore is actually like one of the best defenses against tight ends because Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith are two of the best linebackers at defending tight ends. So, I mean, you saw how they took out uh, Dalton Schultz last week. I mean, they made him a non-factor basically in that game. So. That is a big thing for for Kansas City here because we've seen Kansas City, aside from Rasheed Rice and Kelsey, like they don't have, you know, Valdez Scaling actually had a good game last week. He actually finally caught the ball. Mm-hmm. But that, that was one fucking time, dude, out of, yeah. you know, the whole season. So 
Ah, dude, this this is a tough game, bro. But one of the one of these dogs this weekend is winning outright. So I I don't know which one it's gonna be. It very well could be Kansas City. I mean, obviously Mahomes has been there before, but I don't know. Okay, I'm with you, bro. Like I just I can't bet against this Baltimore team, man. Okay, let's let's look at it a different way because uh, you've got two things coming into factor here is the officiating, and someone said that the head official oh. 71 per oh, I cut out there, froze there. Um, the head official is like 71% of his calls are against the road team, and that's how he's been his whole career. Who's the head official? Who's who's the oh, head official? I don't remember his name. Um, but that was uh, one of the things I saw. And then uh, the Taylor Swift aspect of it. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go, dude. NFL wants to get those fans, and that will be the most watched Super Bowl. If so, hold on. So you're you're telling me that the that the official that's officiating the game calls penalties against the road team? No, yeah, I know, it, but it, the aspects that you have to look at. Well, I also heard something that like Taylor Swift has some other thing going on on Super Bowl Sunday, and she would have to like fly a supersonic jet to Vegas to be able to be there in time for the game because she has like something hey, else going on. <clears throat> hey, just just to just to touch base on what Ben's talking about, he's right, but it's the other way around. Sean Smith's the referee, and uh, Road teams have not only won, but, well, they've won 56% of the time, but they have covered 68% of the time in games he's refed in the playoffs. Interesting. I don't know, dude. I can't put a ton into ref splits, dude. Because who are the road road teams? Who are the home teams? Because, I mean, there is penalty teams that commit. More penalties. Unless you're uh, what's uh, what's his last name that uh, you never want to? No, I'm talking about an NBA game the six. NBA uh, ref, yeah. Oh, that's uh, Donnie Foster. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. Foster Scott it's, Foster. It's the the guy that that they always said that he was betting with. Uh, and and he's he's uh he's the extender. He's ref nineteen. Yeah, he's ref nineteen game sixes and sent it to game seven every time. The extender. Yep. Scott Foster. Scott Foster's his name. I just thought about it. Yeah. Isn't he yeah. the one uh uh nah, the betting one was Donaghy. Yeah, but everybody uh, if you yeah. ever but 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 everybody always thought Scott Foster Donaghy because Scott Foster uh went they went in front of the the court and Scott Foster and Donaghy talked before every single game for at least ten minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was, yeah. a, like, even Donaghy wrote, like, uh, in his book that Scott Foster is, like, the guy they call when they need a series extended, the NBA, yep. that is. Wait, so which one of them uh, refed game six of the Lakers and Kings? Donaghy. Donaghy right? and Scott Foster together, yep. Yep. I was, I'll never forget that game, man. I love those Kings teams, and – uh yeah, remember the Lakers shot what like thirty two free throws in the fourth quarter or something crazy? Twenty eight. It was twenty eight. That's it. We, yep. we made twenty five. Yep, that's right. But then they missed twenty free throws in Game Seven. So, yep. <laughs> Who's the one that hates uh, Chris Paul? That's Scott Foster. Uh, Scott Foster. Scott Foster. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yep. <laughs> I uh, 
Yeah, the thing about the thing that's interesting, and I, we don't need to go on a tangent on this. I'm sorry to bring it up, but so the FBI, like I've done a lot of research over that. Like I've been very involved with that over the years. <laughs> and so it was like a 600 page report the FBI did. They basically went through every NBA game from 2003 to 2007, not even once a Donahue or Foster ref, just every game in general. And basically what they, uh, you know, came up with was you can't fix or throw a game in professional basketball or professional sports at all for that matter, but you can shave points. Yeah, I mean, it would be be extremely Mm -hmm. difficult to, like, completely fix a game unless players were on it and and et cetera. Like, you could definitely shave points. So, like, if you want an over, you could call more fouls. Yeah, look at Boston College with uh, your boy uh, Henry Hill and uh, Jimmy Var uh, (laughs) – not Jimmy Var, Jimmy Burke. Yeah, but they were paying players. Like, NBA players make too much money. uh, What was that other dude's name? I don't know. Yeah, um – yeah, I remember in the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like it the eighties. That was the eighties. Eighties. What am I thinking about the nineties? It was a kid out west, wasn't it? Yeah, the uh the kid from ASU. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I forget his name. But yeah, he uh he got paid like fifty thousand dollars to shave points. Yep. <laughs> and so like it was crazy, like so Donahue and all he was doing was using information, just like how we bet information. That's all he was doing. So like Say a point of emphasis was Allen Iverson had just got traded to the Nuggets. And if you guys remember, he exploded on Scott Foster the night before because actually it was a good call. He goes insane on him. And we all know Iverson, who's one of my favorite basketball players of all time. He pawned the ball every yep, he, Yes, sir. He pawned the ball every time. And in the first half of the next game, uh, David Stern basically said, you guys oh. got got you got to get AI in check. They called nine pawns on him in the first half of the next game. And like 15 for the whole game. <laughs> yep, and all Donahue did was was take uh I think it was the New Jersey Nets. He took the Nets plus the points. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, insider information. That's good stuff, but is that wild? Like I, I just wish we could get one of those. Yeah, seriously. Well, I mean, dude, there's imagine, games. There's games on if, now. Though. Imagine if Jordan uh, point shaved. How much money he'd be worth? Uh, but I mean, there's no, there's no point in them doing it though because they make so much money and they can't go make a bet. You know what I mean? Because they're gonna be like, oh, Michael Jordan's betting on a, his own game. Obviously, it's gonna <laughs> raise a red flag. You know who did that, right? Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Hey, but you know what his famous line was? He never bet against his team. Yeah, he only he bet never bet against them. He only bet for him. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> That's a funny thing, too, about that ASU kid. He did bet on his team one of the games, and they fucking got blown out. <laughs> yep. Or that dumbass punter from uh, Iowa. Iowa State yep. or Iowa, whoever it was. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> Jesus. All right, but back to this game. So, like, I understand the ref tr- trends and stuff. It's just, it's it's just hard to put a ton into it, dude. Especially because like the, the general public knows all this, yeah. You know, so it's like in the line. And if you're if your entire handicap's like, oh, I'm gonna take KC because this ref loves road teams. I mean, that should be part of it, sure. But I don't know about using all of it. The the Taylor Swift thing though, Ben, that's that shit's out there, dude. That shit's way out there. That's way left. <laughs> had to there. had to throw the conspiracy theory out there, but it, I mean, it it does have a little bit of uh, truth in it that that would be the most watched Super Bowl if. She was there because of all her fucking Swifties. So, I will say though, I, I know a lot of us have, but we've said the 49ers and the Ravens are the two best teams in football. I mean, I, I I know. I think me and Jordan said it before the season started. So, um, it's hard to hard to go against that now. Yeah, but I know, dude. One of these dogs is winning on Sunday. It just happens every year. 
<laughs> we all know who you want to win. Yep. Oh yeah. Hear him roar. He, he wants he wants both dogs to win. Oh yeah. I mean I would love Mahomes in a Super Bowl again, dude. Like that'd be cool, but I just don't know. I don't know if he, that Baltimore team is very that's a very, very good team, man. That's the most well rounded team in the NFL, hands down. Has anybody seen a hypothetical line for 49ers Ravens in the Super Bowl? What is it like 49ers minus two and a half? No, it was a pick at Circa. That was a pick. Okay, yeah. there you go. It was a pick. Really? And then uh Ravens, Lions would be minus four and a half Ravens. And then Niners uh Chiefs was minus three and a half Niners. Yeah, it sounds right. <clears throat> they they put up I, don't know I think they pick. still have all the lines up actually. Like hypothetically. I just lines. haven't like Took the time to look. I I only know what it was on Sunday because uh, Benson tweeted them out. I have no idea what it is. Uh, as we're on the um, <clears throat> pod here, points bet and bet rivers both went to plus four on the Chiefs. Wow. Hmm. I feel like you almost have to take it at four, dude. That seems like too much. It's tough, man. That's a tough game to handicap. And, like, I was talking about this earlier. It's just <clears> – <throat> I don't think there is a right handicap, to be honest. Yeah. Well, what about team totals? You got uh, Kansas. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to attack, you know, you know, to be honest, probably the sharp way to bet it is that like the Ravens team total over, and that's twenty four. Yeah, that's probably right. But I mean, I could Kansas City is twenty and a half. I could also see this being a low scoring game too. Yeah, where Baltimore just kind of grinds it out, but I, I think the, the the thing is, I think the Chiefs can. I mean, I just – I don't know. I don't really have a lot of conviction on it, man. I honestly may just watch it as a spectator. Yep. I'm the same Yeah, a- AK not bet this game because if he bets one way and it goes the other way, somebody's state is going to have to have a, a all-points bulletin out for him. <laughs> yep. I might I might have to buy a new house. Um, and uh, hopefully John Har- – I mean, Jim Harbaugh pays me back some money that the Chargers owe me. Oh, man. All right, let's move on to uh, the, the Lions and Niners, the NFC Championship. This game is being played in Santa Clara, California. Uh, weather's actually supposed to be nice, I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game's going to be at 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. Uh, currently, the Niners minus 7 basically everywhere. This game's at 7. Uh, opened at 7, got bet down to like 6, 6.5, got bet back up to 7. Total's at 50.5. Ben, you're the Niners fan. Let's uh, hear why you're taking the Niners and why you're going to be disappointed on Sunday night. Uh, I'm. I don't know if I'm going to take my Niners minus seven. I think seven is a lot of points there, um, but I do think the Niners are going to be winning this game. Um, I don't think they come out and put two duds in a row. I think they got lucky last week to, you know, get by when they you know laid an egg for the first three quarters. Um, but I think they're going to they're going to come out a little bit stronger here. And, um, you know, I, I just, Detroit has had two good games. Can you string it together for a third? I don't know. Two good games, um, brother. Think... They won their division. They had a lot of good games. You just froze. Say that again. I said they won their division. They had a lot of good games, Ben. Well, yeah, I know, but two good games in a row. I mean, I, I don't put a lot of uh, faith in that team in, what, week 18? Uh, the 19 loss to Dallas when we see what Dallas did. 
then week before that was Minnesota again, where they only won by six. They should have so, won that Dallas game. Yeah. Um, you know, I. We all know they should have won that Dallas game. Yeah. Well, to, to kind of go off of what Ben was talking about, kind of add to his point, I, I don't want to necessarily be on the other side when the 49ers figure it out, right? I know that for sure because you're still talking about a team that, you know, I know injury to the safety. I know Debo's a little banged up, but you're still talking about who I believe came into the season believing and still believe is the best team in, in, in pro football. And I certainly don't want to be on the other side when they figure it out. Um, <clears throat> once again, another game I haven't bet. I feel like if you have, didn't bet the 49ers at six and a half, you can't bet them at seven now, right? Um, you know, if it ticks back down, I'll probably end up on the 49ers just because I do think they figure it out. I, hey, listen, I, I was probably one of the non-believers in the world, all three of us, that didn't believe in this Lions team coming in the season. I actually bet the Packers to win the division. Looking back at it, hindsight 2020, I wish I just would have bet the Packers to make the playoffs because it was still a nice plus money bet. Um, yeah, I was really high on the Packers coming into the season. But, hey, the Lions have impressed me, man. I, I just feel like that defense is going to get torched at some point. We saw Baker have a pretty good game against them. Um, we saw the Rams kind of – let's face it, that was a false result. The Rams had four trips into the red zone, right, and couldn't punch it in for one touchdown then on that last uh, four stretches in the red zone. So I feel like the 49ers will capitalize off of that and punch it in. So I'll probably end up on the 49ers. And and the squares part, I mean, teaser of all time, will probably hit this weekend, especially if the Chiefs go to four and a half, right? Chiefs plus ten and a half, and, and you pick uh, tease it down to uh, 49ers to a pick, will probably hit. So I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know, man. One of these dogs went out right. I know that. And I think you got to put it a little bit into what Ragnow is questionable, but I mean, he is not going to be strong with a, uh, what was it, a sprained knee? And then you've got Jonah Jackson who went under under the knife. He uh, had minor yep. meniscus tear and isn't expected to play. Sam Laporta's out too. Is he officially Laporta's out? out? No, nah, I think he's yep. playing. He played last week. Yeah, he played. He's questionable for today. Or for, I think he's uh, gonna play. I think that brace is getting smaller and smaller by the week, so he'll probably have more impact. Yeah, uh, Laporta didn't take part in Wednesday's walkthrough. Yeah, yeah, he, hasn't been, he only's been he only been practicing. Uh, I right. think well, Tuesday. Yeah, in in live is the place that I get. He, they they still haven't listed as out, but they're saying that's why they signed Zach Ertz. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he's playing. He played last week. He was a he. He made some catches last week. I think the the one thing here, dude, is uh the Niners have not been good against the rush for the last like six weeks, and that's what concerns me the most because the Lions, uh, or I'm sorry, the Niners haven't been good against the rush, and the Lions are actually good against the rush. They they only allow three point eight yards per per rush. The Niners allow almost four point five yards per rush. Mm. The one thing that does concern me in this game is that the Lions, I feel like, are gonna that they can control the clock and keep the Niners' offense off the field by running the football. And they have a you know two dynamic running backs in in Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, and they can open a lot of things up. Plus, the Niners secondary fucking sucks, dude. Like that secondary is so piss poor, dude. That I think well, the, they're banged up, right? The play action is going to be able to is going to open up, and it's going to leave a lot of 
It's going to leave the yeah, Niners. Yeah, but we all know once you get pressure on golf, he ain't the same quarterback. Sure, so. but that's why you have to run the ball. You have to run the ball. If they can't, but they got to throw the ball. They can't run the ball fifty-five times and win the game. Yeah, but if you if you run the ball and establish the run, then you get the play action. That's when that's when Jeff Goff or Jerry Goff is good. You know, yeah, but that's, that's where he thrives. Though, because if they come out and they can't run the ball, what's going to happen? But the Especially Lions have run the ball against everybody. There's not one Especially team that's been able to stop. Yeah, but they do have a tendency to go away from the run too. So, yeah, but I don't know. When they're up, they don't. They're yeah, yeah, they're exactly. The key word, they, they got to be up. Yeah, but they Ben, gonna... they're not good against the pass. But the Niners' entire offense revolves around play action, so they got to get the run established, dude. They don't come out just gunslinging and throwing the ball. That's not who they are. Yeah, but they have that option. No, they don't. Their entire offense is based off running the football. Yeah, but they if they can't option. run the football, it's gonna be it's gonna be an issue for them. I'm telling you right now, if you look at all their losses, Cleveland Browns they couldn't run the ball. Minnesota Vikings couldn't run the ball. Uh, who else did they lose to? The Cincinnati Bengals Ravens. couldn't run the ball. Ravens couldn't run the who ball. Who wasn't in that game? Not the Ravens game. <clears throat> the other two, Debo, and he might not be CMC. in this game either. Nah, CMC played in those games. CMC he left the he games. left the Browns game early, but I mean they couldn't even run the ball when he was in the game. And he didn't play the next game. I thought he played the Vikings game. Regardless, mm-hmm. sorry that you lost to the Vikings. That team fucking sucks. But <laughs> the Ravens and and uh, is is a big point in in the Bengals. If the Niners can't run the ball, I mean we've seen this. This isn't new, dude. This is Kyle Shanahan. Like if. They can't run the ball. They're not as effective passing the football. And I think that's a huge problem. And I think the Lions being able to run the football can absolutely control the clock. Seven is way too many points. I haven't played this, but I, I'll i probably get to the window with the Lions. I'll probably take a money line too. Man, I just... Hey, uh, Jordan, let me tell you one more thing, though. And, and, and this is basically the end of my handicap because, like I said, I didn't play this game either. Do you know what the Lions' defense has struggled with this year? You mentioned they're pretty good against the run. Rushing the pass. You mentioned a lot of – yep, and, and and tight ends, right? Mm-hmm. So, the the <laughs> the Detroit Lions have allowed almost 1,400 yards to tight ends through the air this year, right? So, I tell you who I think is the X factor, especially with Debo being gone, or if he's out or banged up or not 100%, sure. they got to set up the run and they got to get George Kittle going. Yep. And 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 if he can get going, it might be a long night for the Lions because the Lions are sus- you know susceptible to getting torched by uh, tight ends, um, <clears throat> you know just to name a few. The Falcons tight end that uh, everyone's always been struggling. You know, uh, if you play fantasy football, torched them for eleven catches, eighty eight yards. Fucking um, pits. <laughs> God damn it! And um, so, anyways, that's 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 kind of who I think would be an X factor. If George Kittle has a big day, it might be a long day for the. Uh, Detroit Lions defense. Yeah, I mean they've they've had long days too. You know what I mean? Like their defense isn't like I said they don't rush the passer well, but the thing they do well is they do stop the pass. They do stop the rush, and that's what the Niners like to do. So I I think it's a little bit different than a lot of other offenses. Um, so I mean we'll see, dude. I I think that you know obviously the Niners are one of the most talented teams, but I do think that that defense is definitely not as good as it once was this year. No, I agree. Well, they are missing an all-pro safety, so that definitely affects their. They're missing a lot, dude. They're missing both their starting corners, a safe, two safeties, I think. Like, but that's part of the game. Basically, their entire uh, uh, defensive backfield's been banged up. Damn, Gibson is out too. Yep. Yeah, like, well, he's been banged up, and they lost uh, Jared. uh, What's his name? Uh, Jared. um, 
buddy, the dude they used to play for the Chargers, dude, play cornerback. Jared, uh, last name starts with a V. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, I know you're talking about Jason Verrett. Jason Verrett. Jason Verrett. Yeah. yeah, but he's Jared. always fucking yeah, hurt. But, but man, they gotta they gotta put Lenore at the other cornerback because twenty. I'm sorry, man. But Unless Lenore just, was pretty bad too. Lenore got better as the season went on. But he wasn't. You're talking he about um, he's not as bad. Embry, as uh, Embry Thomas. Yeah, that them two pass interferences was terrible. Those were fucking horrible. Yeah. It's gonna be a good game, man. Well, ho- hopefully, he can bounce back, but we'll see. But I, I don't think the Niners are blowing them out. Yeah, it probably it could be end up being a shootout, or it could be a, a you know, <sighs> a Niners could win by a touchdown, maybe late. If they if it, only thing the Lions though, man, if they turn, they can't turn the ball over because if they oh, turn they the can. ball over, it's gonna get ugly. Yep, that's true. That's why if it was raining, dude, I would slam the under in this game because neither quarterback can fucking throw in the rain. <clears throat> but if it's going to be a nice weather day, I mean, you might look to the over, to be honest. This game might CMC running the ball because we know he's going to make a, plays. No brain, by the way. I wonder, if, I, wonder, I wonder why they don't use him out the backfield as much anymore. I mean, they're going to have to if there's no Debo, though. That's all I was going to say. They haven't yeah. had to. Yeah, that's true, too. Well, we'll see. It's gonna be interesting. I what's think- uh what's the what's the backup running back for uh 49ers? Um Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not a prop guy, but I I I I bet a sharp play would be Elijah Mitchell over rushing yards because it's probably like eleven and a half. Yeah. You can see them uh trying to run the ball some, control the clock here, spread CMC out too. So that's probably a sharp prop play. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs too. I like Jameer Gibbs. Yep. I like Gibbs a lot. You know, it was so funny. <clears throat> this isn't handicapping, but just talking sports in general. They got so like they got trash for their picks this year. All three of them have just they've just knocked out of the park. The first ones are Sam Laporta, um, the linebacker, and uh, Jameer Gibbs. You know, it's kind of like gambling. If you feel like you have conviction on a play, don't worry about anybody else says. Just play it. Follow your conviction. The Lions did that, man, and they're in the NFC Championship game. So, shout out to them. Man. It's been a hell of a year. Dan Campbell, uh, I maybe didn't believe in him, uh, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I was kind of like looking to fade them this year. Uh, that's why I played the Packers. Yep. You know, we can pat ourselves on the back, Jordan. Me and you probably we were we were all we were all over the Packers being or figuring it out this year. Jordan loved figuring it out, but hey. Shout out to Dan Campbell, man. They've done a hell of a job, but I think it ends this week. It's crazy too that uh, you know, everyone shit on that Jameer Gibbs pick and he was better than B. John Robinson this year. Yep. <laughs> oh, it wasn't even close. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you put B. John Robinson on Detroit, you wonder or you put B. John Robinson on a team that actually fucking played him. You wonder where where it would be. I mean, there, I mean we don't know the intricacies of what's going uh, on. Like, there, there could be yeah, a reason why. We can't why. say the intricacies. They just had a dog shit head coach, a dog shit OC, because it ain't no way in hell. When Bijan did play and they did give him the ball, he was looking like a damn good running back. So I mean, he had moments, but there was also times where Drake, he got the ball. And he Drake was, London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, it's all on Arthur Smith. That's why his ass is packed up. Hey, Jordan, it's funny, man. Metallic in overtime, our, our friends uh, at some offshore skins start hanging fours. I announced about 15 or 20 minutes ago. And as I, I've got the wager talk live odd screen up, I see Circa and South Point and Superbook all just moved to four. Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, that's a game I don't want no part of, dude. 
Yeah, honestly, I really don't. But like I said, my super square teaser, you know, that I'm probably not going to play. I'm not really a teaser guy. Probably does hit. I know for bookmakers, they got torched on uh, teasers this past weekend with the Chiefs and Bills covered each way. So it doesn't matter how you had them teased. They covered each way. Both overs hit without even teasing them. Um, But if you teased both unders up, then you hit them. So both totals, all basically all totals cashed each way. Um, the only one that didn't hit was uh, Texans, or if you had the 49ers at a bad number, um, you know, didn't. But, man, if you had the Bucks, the Lions teased into anything, um, you know, they cashed for you. Incredible. Incredible. That's why I think this week one of these dogs went out, right? Yeah, it does feel like there's a correction coming, right? Yep. <clears throat> it always goes that way, too. Because, you know, everyone's going to be money line parlaying the fucking Ravens and, and Niners. Yep, and everyone's going to tease. Niners down this one. Yeah, or tease. Now, I was going to even say everyone's going to tease freaking the Chiefs up to, you know, especially if it moves to four and a half, which it looks like it's on the way to. uh, They're going to tease it to ten and a half. Yep, and then tease uh, uh, Niners down to one. Yep. Yep. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out, man. We'll see how it all plays out. Um. All right, so I know me and AK definitely know the best bet on football. <laughs> we we uh, we're not there yet. My best bet is to tell you if you don't have conviction on something, don't you don't have a uh, somebody that has a ton of conviction that you trust. It's okay to lay off. Sometimes those are wins. Yes, agreed. Um, ben and Irv, do you guys have any best bets this week? Nah, I don't have a best bet. I just got two leans. Honestly, the weather if the weather's not a factor. I think both these games go over, honestly. Yeah. Mm. And that was going to be my bet was uh, San Francisco, Detroit over uh, that oh. 50 and a half uh, opened at 51 and a half has been bet down. So you get that extra point. Um, and, you know, both of these offensive ha- offenses have firepower. Um, both of these defensive defenses have issues. So I think you can uh, you can look at the over there. Feels like a game where everyone thinks it's gonna go over and it fucking totals gonna be like twenty four. Nah, like it's like that. Uh, Bucks and uh, God, I can't remember. Who they were. Maybe Bucks and Rams when the game ended like eleven to six. Oh yeah, that? yeah, that was in like two thousand. The fucking greatest yeah, show on yeah. turf, dude. Oh, the NFC yep. Championship game. Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. That, that was uh the Birdie Manual game. If anybody yeah, remembers, none, yeah. none was worse than that Super Bowl though. The over under for that Super Bowl was in the like fifty two. The final the score was 10-3. That's right. Yes, you're right. Yep. Hold on. Which Super Bowl? The Rams and the Patriots. The one in yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Now we're talking yeah, so now. That, that Super Bowl was excruciating to watch with Jared Goff, but that the, the, the Super Bowl we're talking about is uh, the Rams go on to lose to Tom Brady, and Tom Brady was born. No, no, no. That was the year they – I think – wasn't that the year they beat uh, – oh, no, you're right. That was the year they lost to the Patriots. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, they won it in '99, right? That was 2001. That was 2000. The, that was the last year. The greatest show on turf. 01. Brady beats them, and they all break up. Kurt Warner leaves, goes to New York Giants. New I York. believe. Yep. And then he, of course, goes on the crazy run with the Cardinals later in his career. Um, pretty sure Kurt Warner went and backed up Eli Manning for a year. Yep, he did. <clears throat> and then he went to go have a Hall of Fame career with the Cardinals. 
Yeah, because in '99 is when um, they beat the Titans. You know what is it? What do they call it? The great when um, uh, Marlon Bird is tackled a yard short. Bird. Mike Jones is linebacker for the Rams, and uh, tackled, uh, Kevin Dyson. Kevin, Kevin Dyson. Dyson, yeah, it was Dyson. Yep. That's right. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> One yard that short. Was great, was great Super Bowl. Actually, and bef- I mean, we could go down a rabbit hole here, but the game we're talking about. Do you remember how the Titans got to the Super Bowl? Rest in peace, Frank Wachek. He just passed yeah, away, man. but uh, that was the, uh, the miracle. What is it? Um, the music, the music city, city miracle. miracle. The music city miracle. Yeah. Yep. Even though it was a forward pass. Yeah, it was a forward it was pass. A forward pass, but no replay back then. No so replay. it didn't even matter. Didn't and it was matter. incredible. Like I remember, like. Uh, like being like nine years old and, and, and watching that game with my dad and like wanting the uh wanting the Titans no want yeah wanting the Titans to win and the Bills like that was the game that Doug Flutie was like supposed to start and he's like played well for the Bills and I'm pretty yeah. sure they start Rob Johnson it was like a big yeah. controversy. Rob Johnson leads them down they kick a field goal go up by three and like I remember like I was like nine and like couldn't understand like comp- you know it's pretty much how I still am now at 34 I can't really take losses very well so I like stomped upstairs like in my room and I just remember like coming downstairs and like like peeking around the corner like there's no way a miracle happens and then watching that happen so that was crazy I started trashing houses at young ages that game was wild oh man Nothing as bad as uh that Ravens Raiders AFC Championship when the Ravens fucking dominated the Raiders and uh they had that Shannon Sharp like ninety yard touchdown that fucking blew the game like wide open. Yep. Well what's the name? Or uh poor Raiders the uh the tuck rule, right, Irv? Oh yeah, dude, holy shit. My my dad was so motherfucking mad that game. He <laughs> said we ain't winning shit till Al Davis die. That wasn't Al Davis's fault though. I know, but I'm saying, remember, he sued the league and got all that money. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I think the league made the call, like, hey, that was a, that was a forward pass. Oh, man. And now – That was still one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Yeah, that's – even like, Brady in history. Even Brady, when uh, Charles Wilson finally asked him about that one little special they did, he even said yeah. it. He said that shit was a fumble. Yep. yep. And it's crazy, too, because that was the Raiders' best team. That team was better than the Super Bowl team. Those Ooh. Raiders teams were good, man, with Rich Gannon and then uh, – uh, the West Coast offense, man. Yeah. Jerry Rice, Tim Brown. What was it? Natrone Means. Yep. Um, no, no, they had those, Washington. Tyrone Wheatley. Tyrone Wheatley, no, my bad. Tyrone Wheatley, yeah, yeah. Charlie Garner. Uh, yep. Joey Porter. They had Greg Beaker. They had that good. They had a good ass. Wasn't Romanowski yeah. or somebody like yeah, a Roman, linebacker? Yeah, yeah he come over. Him, him and Greg Beaker was a linebacker. Rod Charles Woodson. Like those they teams were good. They had two good corners. That safety was yep. real good. Damn then they get team. smoked by Brad Johnson and the Buccaneers. That team should have won the Super Bowl, but the center yep. ruined them that game. <sighs> yeah. Rudin knew all remember that. Remember too, that dude though. bounced to Mexico the night before. Yeah, literally. Center. And had a <laughs> what was his name? Barry Barrett Robbins. Barry Robbins. Yep. Shit. Oh my god. Talk yeah. about a drunken stupor. <laughs> oh, the night before <laughs> the Super Bowl too, dude. And he was never the same after that Super Bowl either. I don't think he ever played. Again. Yeah, he didn't play again. Then he went on to have mm-hmm. a long battle with mental health. I don't know yeah. if he's still alive, but I know he had like he went down like a, a real bad road after that game. I had some nights like that with four loco as a teenager. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Damn, All right, four loco. <laughs> dude, they they brought him back. Dude, did you know that? 
I, I did not know that. It doesn't have the same shit them. in it. Yeah, but they had. Oh, the, okay. They, but they they took the caffeine out. Yeah, it's like, got, yeah, it was like they, the taurine and shit that was in Red Bull. Yeah, yeah they got sued because of that shit. Oh my god, dude! I remember crazy. drinking Four Loko and Cisco. You guys remember drinking Cisco? Ooh, oh, Cisco. what the fuck is Liquid that? crack. Yeah, only, shit yeah, only, want only, only heroin addicts and crackheads drink that. For real. <laughs> Dude, actually, funny story. If you take two Four Locos and two 40 ounces of Hurricane and mi- mix them in a milk jug, it fits perfectly. Oh There's no God. runover. <laughs> like they were made for each other, right there. That's exact, it's like a match made in heaven. There's AK's there best go. bet right there. That just made me think about that video of the dude drank the white lightning. Oh, yeah. What so, else just goes straight down. And he, he starts, starts crawling. crawling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Make sure to download the Sharps app. Use it to track your bets. Become a better better. Use promo code George 517 sharps app. Uh, we'll be back Sunday night breaking down um, these title games for sure. Everybody have a very great weekend. Uh, enjoy Sunday. Enjoy all, all the basketball that's going to be on as well. For Aaron Kidd, you can follow him at Twitter at AKSports90. You can follow Irvin at Swervin Irvin TSP. Follow the podcast at Tapper underscore sports. Follow myself at Jordan Rules TSP. We'll see y'all later. Have a good weekend. Peace. See you, boys. Later. The King.